Hey guys, before the episode starts, I want to say that in messing with the settings for the new microphones this episode, I totally screwed something up. I've spent about a week um, trying to fix it, and that's why this podcast is really late, but it just will not sound super nice. So I do want to warn you guys and say that if you're a new listener, this is not normally how it is, but I done screwed up. So uh, hopefully you guys can still enjoy the episode. I think it's a good one. And next episode, it will all be fixed. Thank you very much and have fun. Welcome, my chingus, to episode 98 of This Week in K-Pop. In this episode, we will talk about 2PM, Brave Girls, Classic Kwai Project, Dia, Jay Park, Mino, Red Velvet, and Zizzo. My name is Steven, and with me, as always, is my lovely, great-lifed Chingu, Josh. Hello. And This Week in K-Pop is a discussion podcast that normally covers the last two weeks of K-Pop music videos. And every episode, Josh and I will pick what we think is the best song of the episode. And uh, you can find all of our work. Maybe you enjoy this, you want to check out other stuff, you can find it on iTunes, you can find it on the Google Play Store, you can find it on SoundCloud, and you can find it on YouTube. Just search for this week in K-pop, you can find the video version on YouTube. It's all coming we're, we're together. We're catching Josh. up. We're catching up. I finished uploading ninety-seven t- right now as it's we like were preparing exporting right now. I think, and so I just have one more after that, and we'll be caught up. Hey, hey, CD. Hey, and we're almost at episode one hundred and ninety-eight. We are we're getting um, there. It's it it's supposed to be a very happy time, but I think. Every week that goes by, um, huh. my mind is huh. breaking slowly. <laughs> uh, but that's a story for a more personal podcast, which that's right. not what this is. Um, I do want to, of course, start by saying that you know, 97 was a huge podcast, right? We were gone for five weeks. It was a very, very large in volume. Yeah, we had a lot of songs to talk about, and we didn't talk about most of them, so we talked about even more in the after show. Um, this episode... It's yeah. actually only about a week and a half or less than a week and a half yeah. since we recorded 97, and it was one of those slim pickings. But I think there were at least kind of a few big names that came out. So we There were, were talk some about very those. big names. Yeah, we're going to talk about those, but let's just jump right into it with the first song. The first song is uh, Red Velvet's Russian Roulette. Oh, now I'm in love. This game should be a game. 
Russian roulette. Russian roulette, of course. Now, this song is produced by three lovely gentlemen and gentlewomen. I don't know why I went there. That that makes it seem like there's six of them, like three lovely gentlemen and oh. <laughs> lovely gentlemen. Well, I was gonna say gentlemen, but I, I didn't want to be, you know, you didn't want to be sexist. You don't want to be Steven. No, I'm just playing. Wow. You don't want to be sexist. Wow. Uh, and my name is synonymous with sexism <laughs> now. I'm not Jay Park, okay? That's true. I'm not Jay Park. Hey, but he's at least a seven, so he's That's not sexist. True. That's All true. Right. He can do whatever he wants. Anyway, so this song is produced by Albie Alberson, Bell Humble. And Marcus Lindell. Um, now, the only uh, clickable Wikipedia entry was Albie Alberson, and he's yeah. made a lot of J pop and uh, some Europop, and he's been dabbling in K pop recently. Um, yeah. His only big song is SNSD's Party. Which, I mean, that's a, a pretty big song, but. Uh, but SM's, was it a good song, Josh? It's not, it wasn't bad. It wasn't. <laughs> bad um but you know sm they're really famous for kind of uh, outsourcing their producers for a lot of things especially to european um, yeah european especially european people. style because i guess they kind of want this this pop danciness in a lot of their songs and this song russian roulette it wasn't in my mind very red velvety uh, it, it really seemed uh, more kind of euro pop than usual red velvet i think were kind of the the side dish compared to the main dish, which I think was the actual producing of the song. And the vocals are kind of similar in that aspect, as in they're more of an instrument for the backing track rather than a whole entity for themselves, if that makes any sense. Hmm. I mean, I I agree mostly, but I, I also don't think that's that different than for Red Velvet because Red Velvet always has like two options, right? You get the uh, kind of dance, Euro dance track and you have the ballad we're singing track. And so usually I don't think they even sing that much in the main track, do they? Uh, Am I like... Well, this song, like even compared to their normal, like kind of previous title tracks or like singles, this song even more so seems like lacking lacking character in, mm. in their voice. It's, it's really hard for me to describe, like compared to their old songs, like even like Dum Dum, there's kind of life i guess in their voice but this it really makes it seem i don't know if it was on purpose because that it kind of just seems like the concept they're going for or something mm. but yeah i know i, I what I, I guess what i mean is like i think th- this they were never showcasing their vocals for their main song anyways right. so it, I, I think it definitely was a conscious choice because it matched the concept of the mv which was like lifeless mannequins-y kind of thing yeah it, it was really dark the concepts like they're really trying to kill each other and they're messing with each other and pushing lockers on each other and right and there's like, like the weird itchy and scratchy but not itchy and scratchy so don't sue us cartoon probably ippy and scrappy yeah <laughs> yippy and scrappy yeah yippy and scrappy like it, it just was a very weird concept but i mean they've always had weird concepts like dum dum's concept was weird and ice cream cakes was also a little bit also weird, right? weird. The, the- happiness also relatively strange right well it wasn't that strange happiness was just them on a green screen and then mm. like the editor was like let's put in some dark shit in the newspaper oh yeah i forgot about that for a second but the actual concept was just like cheer you know cheerleader we, we all have you know bright hair compared to previous kind of concepts this one is probably my least favorite mm. uh even i remember i think ice cream cake they're in like that desert and it had yeah. like those weird kind of led jumpsuits even that wasn't as bad as 
some of the like the hair and makeup that they had for this concept. Yeah, the hair and makeup was atrocious. Yeah. For the song itself, I think it gives me a very similar feel as uh, Sister Shake It. Some of our listeners know that I, I do like that song. And it's really, really grown on me since the first time I listened to it. But uh, the comment I made, I think, when I first heard that song was it really just sounds like one just long, long chorus, the whole mm. song. And it didn't really feel like it had... It didn't have distinct parts. Yeah, it didn't have distinct parts. It didn't really feel like a whole meal of a song. It was just kind of like a sweet kind of one one and go kind of feeling. And this song has that same feeling for me it really really seems just like one long chorus mm. or just one long verse whatever you you know like to like to describe it as but for me it's just not not really special enough it's weird because we would say that ice cream cake and dum-dum have the opposite problem where it sounds like it's frankenstein it sounds like too A much is going on right yeah while this one just is the opposite problem where it's too samey for too long um it all just sounds like one long thing i think it's like the pop version of a rippity rap song where it's like they're just going on there's no differentiation to make to chop up the song to make it more enjoyable yeah um because i I do think the chorus is good right i don't think it's saying particularly well right but like the the tone of it and the you know russian roulette like that part's pretty cool yeah but there's not much to break apart during the rest of the song. Yeah, I, I don't think. Like even for me, like the part where it's like a, a build up, it's kind of like not really a huge build up. It's like a mini build up, like where they're going like ha ha ha, and then like it just goes up and up into the chorus. Mm-hmm. Like that for me is the best part of the song. But even that is not really drastic enough to really call it a different part from the rest of the song. It just really seems like the chorus extend. Mm. And, and, you know, part of the concept also includes the dance. And, I mean, Dum Dum's dance is, like, is iconic as fuck now. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, everybody knows that dance. Um, like, the th- throw the thing and grab the thing and then this this weird triangle yeah, thing. Yeah, triangle thing. Yeah. Um, like, the snap it's or whatever they're called. Yeah. Uh, thing. This one, I mean, maybe this will turn out to do gangbusters once all the middle school students dance. But maybe. I really didn't like the dance very much. The way I would describe this dance is like, you know, you're like an old middle-aged woman and you're like, oh, my my knees, my thighs, I got to massage them out first. And then all of a sudden you're a mannequin now, like doing a, a weird robot dance. Yeah. It's just a weird combination of moves, I think. Yeah. Red Velvet has always had a weird combination of moves, but it for this one just seemed like kind of lazy and kind of like not particularly together or at yeah. least in the music video. Uh, I mean, we watched or we tried to watch a, a dance version, but like 90% of the time it was like zoomed into their faces. Like actually couldn't even really tell. Yeah. I think the problem lot for their non-synchronization, it, like it's not necessarily sloppy, but the moves themselves are very choppy and jerky. They're not very really like cut. There's certain angles that they can put their arms or like, you know, it's very kind of like jerky, 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 you know, like. Right. Like when it's something jerky, jerky, like if, if it's robotic, it's hard to time. It, you need to be on point, right? Right. It's hard to time together. Or it could be flowy, you know, but whatever. But like, it, it's just really hard to time that particular um, type of move. I think it's, we say the same thing when it comes to like lots of feet movements, right? Yeah. A lot of feet movements are also kind of hard to time and yeah. it can, 
if it's not done w- well at the that time, it could look really yeah messy. Like there are some choreography points that when I see groups do them, I will point them out if they're really really good. Uh, because if you do them right, they look really nice. Like jumps are really nice, and like certain angles of arms, kind of posing certain angles are really really good. But this dance, it's I think they just kind of shot themselves in the foot a little bit because it's really hard to to look clean together. Right. And we also expect a lot more from a group like Red Velvet yeah. rather than, you know, Dia, for example, which we'll talk <laughs> about later. Or even, mm-hmm. you know, even a group that we like, you know, like right. Sister, right? Like right. Sister dances really well, but we, I, I just have a higher expectation for Red Velvet in, in general. Yeah, because Red Velvet, their, their dances are not really, are just like kind of their concept. They're really strange. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I will say though that, you know, you picked this, although originally we had both picked this right. uh, as our joint number one this week. I still do think this is my favorite song. I, I just don't like it that much at this moment. Like, I do like it, but not remotely close to some of the songs we talked about last episode or like like Whistle to me is like a hundred times better than this song. Wow. Like, like when I heard Whistle, I was like, this is it. I'm going to listen to this hundred more times. This song, actually, I don't even, even this is number one. I don't have a huge desire to listen to this that mm. many more times. Like if it comes up, I'll be like, Ooh, beep, 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 beep. Nah, nah, right. But mm-hmm. with like whistle specifically, I'm like, I want to hear that song again. And I, and I do not have that feeling uh, for mm. this. Yeah. I mean, the catchiest part of this song in my mind is like the beep, beep, beeps and the, Ha, 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 ha kind of parts. Mm. Well, speaking of catchy songs, Uh-oh. let's talk about the next one by a dude. The boy himself, <laughs> the boy wonder, the dude whose name gives me eternal headaches. I hate it. It is my boy, Mino, with his new song, Body. Get in one night more Can't you down so sorry Send get out of coach I can't feel you I can't Get in one night more Shall I need the mother Send get out of coach So where are you Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about your mom, I'm talking about your daddy, daddy, I'm talking about your lips, I'm talking about your money, but I'm back again, I'm talking about your mom, I'm talking about your everything, and then I know this song. Get it one night more. My no huge boy, what he likes calling himself. I it's did weird. not know that. Although mm. I guess if you're gonna call yourself a some type of boy, you go with huge boy, right? Or like a giant baby, right? If you're going to be called a baby, might as well just be called a giant baby. Well, he's not a baby. He's saying he's got a huge boy. 
Yeah. Isn't that what he's saying? Like I, he's got a huge dick? I'm guessing that's what he's saying. But yeah. This, so this song is part of like this, I guess, collab kind like of a project, s- right? Special yeah. so duo bromance. Mino and Bobby, obviously, of YG, they are kind of, they've made this group called Mob, right? Obviously, a collaboration of their names. And they both, you know, released solo songs. And they also released a few songs that they were, you know, working together. Uh, this song is mainly just Mino and this guy named Future Bounce. Right, the producers of this yeah. song. Um, yeah, Future Bounce, don't really know much about them, but as far as we can tell, it's two dudes that are like in-house YG producers, so I'm sure they've worked on a lot of other YG things that Teddy didn't <laughs> Teddy didn't, Teddy do. didn't touch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, now, we'll talk, I think, more about the other Mob songs, but Minos is definitely the best one. Easily, I think, this is the best one. Yes. And despite it having less views than Bobby's, it, it is definitely I, the better one. I, yeah. Maybe Bobby's came out first. I, I'm actually not too sure on why that is, but it's like six million to five million. Mm. Uh, the mob songs together are only like two million or something, mm. which I think it accurately reflects the quality of those songs. But we'll talk about it later. I just hit well, my mic. I just hit the well, mic. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. Um, all right. Well, Josh. Uh, so this song uh, really kind of. The stylings of the song, I think, are really good, and they kind of speak to me because they are, in my mind, uh, kind of s- sung wrapped, like sing rap, uh, in the style of like kind of like Drake. So Drake, in my mind, some of his very popular songs are more uh, just like sing rappy rather than actual rap rappy. Um, he does obviously Drake does have some rap rappy songs, but this song, I think, it doesn't get too stale because. Uh, sometimes you can have rap songs where it's just like rap, 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 rap. And mm-hmm. this song, I think, is a good mixture of singing and rapping to make it like kind of really exciting. Yeah. And the it does it really, really helps that the beat is really, really good also. The the beat like this beat is what I want. I think out of a YG song. Again, I think similar to Whistle is like it's it's very simple. Right. There's not that much going on. Uh, this beat specifically has this like nasty tuba that comes yeah. in. Like, it's just like, it just let really it rips. Nice. Like, yeah. and, and, it's, and dirty. it's just a really simple beat. And I think it matches Mino's uh, rapping slash singing style very well. Yeah. And I think the thing that he really kind of sings and raps to the beat, like, he, he repeats a lot of things that are i think kind of catchy and he also kind of slows down some parts and speeds up some parts come mm-hmm. you know when certain parts of the song come on i think yeah there's variety which is really yeah. good because not only does it give him a chance to kind of show off his rapping prowess you know for a little bit but it also lets the listeners catch up and repeat things or chant back with them and you know, for a pop rap song, I think this is definitely what we enjoy more, right? We enjoy yeah. this style more than we definitely to the rippity rap style like Bobby's. Yeah. And he also like throws in a few kind of, I wouldn't say necessarily really clever, but they're kind it's of a like little rap, Wayne-esque. Rap, yeah. Right. Like rap clever things in there. Like uh, there's one part where he's talking about, um, so Sagwa is like to a kind of like apology, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, we don't need to apologize like Sagwa. But Sagwa also means apple. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, we don't need to apologize. We're not Adam and Eve. 
So obviously it referenced the apple. Mm-hmm. And then the way he says like body in Korean, like mom, he makes it sound like mom. And then daddy, he makes it really sound like daddy. Mm-hmm. So when I first heard the song, I was like, I'm talking about your mom. I'm talking about your daddy. Like what? And I was like, oh, no, no. He's saying I'm, I'm talking about your mom. I'm talking about your daddy. Mm. But what weirds me out is like this song is is about body and it's kind of a sensual yeah, song. But like as opposed to Jay Parks, which is just so straightforward, like I'm a fuck I'm a, you, I'm right? I'm dick in your vagina like straight. Yeah. Like I'm going to put like it in, knows. take it out, put it in, take like it out, put it in, knows. take it out. Like Jay, Jay Park ain't messing around. Like he's yeah. not. He's he's not beating around the bush like oh what is what does he really mean no Jay Park you know what he's meaning but but, but what song, I mean though is is this song like I think the lyrics are about that but the sound of the song and the way the music video is shot it's like very angsty and very like yeah. emotional like it didn't really match I think uh, together like like I think Winner especially has a lot of like staring out into the window and like drinking looking sad. I feel like it continued with this. Like Bobby got to have fun and like, you know, take off his shirt and like go hard at it. But Mino, even though this song is kind of about sex or wanting to see, okay, have so, sex, it, it was kind of moody. Okay. So the lyrics for this song, actually, I do think match the kind of overall uh, theme. Cause the song lyrics are about uh, Mino and this girl who have broken up and he's, he wants like kind of, breakup sex or he's talking about like oh we broke oh. up but i'm st- i still want to like get down with the get down you know so it's not about okay i i didn't know if it was it was about it just seemed to be more about just your body and your yeah he's like i'm he's like and... I, he's like i miss your i miss your body i miss your oh I miss, okay yeah. i guess that makes more sense mm. then maybe i was expecting a more a more sensual, sensual dirty song dirt mcgart but yeah. I mean, I think it is still very sexual and it's very kind of a specific kind of theme. You've broken up and you want to sex her again. Like, Is it that he wants to sex her again or is it just he misses the sex or he misses her body? Uh, I mean, I don't think he ever mentions like, oh, sex, but he's talking about like, oh, I miss He doesn't you. like break it down. Like, <laughs> he's like, actually, yeah. the meaning of this so is he's like, uh, he's like, I miss your body. I miss like your ticklish Mm. So, so it is breath. more of a I just miss you. So it's more of like, no, it's more of like a sensual miss. I think maybe I don't know. Right, he's not saying oh I miss those times that we talked until the late night. He's like yeah. I miss I miss like grinding up on that body and like, yeah. things like that. Yeah. We were talking about this earlier, and I, I legitimately wonder, right? Like, can Mino and Bobby right. just have sex with girls? That's right. Like, like not. I'm not saying they want to. I just mean like. We we often talk in K-pop about relationships and whether or not they can date right. and whether or not blah 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 blah. But they're they're good looking young dudes, right? Like right, popular, very pop. Like uh, at any given moment, I'm sure there are thousands of girls willing to Just throw themselves to throw themselves at yeah. them. Not that they want that. Maybe they don't want that. Maybe they want a meaningful relationship and all that. But I just mean like, let's say they don't have a girl. Like they have a very stressful job, right? Right. Sometimes they want stress relief. Do you think the they're of, allowed to? Uh, that's a very interesting question because obviously their company, they don't want any scandals, right? Mm. But because I just imagine like there's a lot of um, boy bands, right? You don't have to be the level of 
Bobby and Mino, my Mino, right? You can be like a, you can be an, uh, an Astro, right, and still get girls, right? You can still and, be a. And another thing is like, okay, so it's kind of like dirty, but you know, you're living in a room, you know, a dorm full of like a bunch of other guys usually, and you can't, you don't have privacy, so you can't obviously jerk it, right? So you must, they must be very sexually frustrated. Yeah. Right. So. Questions, Steven. Like how you would think though that if they were having sex with a lot of girls, or the opposite, right? Well, maybe we're talking about girl groups, and they also want their body, their mom touched, right? Like, um, or their mom touched. What would yeah. it be? Doesn't matter. Uh, but we don't often hear tabloid stories of like I had sex with Jay Park and his dick was tiny. You know, like we there. There's no stories really like that. Only rarely, like, for example, Big Bang's uh, I'm a choke a bitch thing, right? Like, right. it's very rare, but. Yeah, because, like, you know, compared to American hip hop artists who, who are talking about, you know, sleeping with girls all the time, et cetera, et cetera, right? Like, yeah. And partying and stuff like that. Like, when you're a, a quote unquote idol rapper, like, are you really allowed to, like, club as hard? You know, like, obviously, um, Big Bang is an exception because they've been around for so long and like they can kind of do whatever the hell they want now. Right? And they're adult. I mean, they're yeah, old. They're, right they're now. adults, right? Yeah. Like they're they're at a point where I guess that's what they're supposed to do or whatever. But they're all in committed relationships, right? <laughs> or gay, possibly gay. Uh, anyway, speaking of possibly gay, are you talking about us? I'm talking about <laughs> ourselves because now it's time where we want to thank. Are chingas. I was I was gonna make a really depressing joke in the middle of that, yeah, uh, but not. I'm not going to. Uh, that was a really bad transition. And if we were better, we would re-edit it so that that never happened. <laughs> but we're not. But we're not going to because we're real professionals. <laughs> we're we're professionals. professionals. All right. Well, well, that let's ask for money. So let's do that. Uh, you guys, of course, can help us out on Patreon. That's P A T R E O N.com slash this week in K pop. If you guys want to donate and maybe the more money you guys give us the better transitions we might do, but that's probably not true. Cause we got a lot of, we, we get every month, we get a lot of money from you guys. Hopefully now that the new uh, podcasts are going up on YouTube, you can kind of see the, the, the benefits of the fruits of all y'all's help. I mean, hopefully you're hearing it, you yeah. know, we're, we're still kind of tinkering with the audio. We're trying a lot of different things, but hopefully you can hear a difference. Yeah. This um, week I'm also doing something different. So I'm, I'm pretty, I think I'm going to do different things for like four or five weeks. And then whichever one I think ended up the best, that's the one I'm going to focus on. So hopefully it sounds okay this week. Uh, but yeah, you can help us down on Patreon. And if you don't want to sign up for like a monthly thing, you can always help us out on PayPal. Just go to paypal.me slash this week in K-pop. And yeah, help us. Please. Pray. Pretty please. We're, we're, we're back on track. I'm doing everything. I'm going to catch up for you guys. I feel terrible. You guys know this. Yeah. I promise. All right. Speaking of promises. Yo, I got you, Steven. I got you. Uh, the next song, surprise, surprise, is by another boy group. Uh, we rarely talk about boy groups on our show. Uh, we're not their demographic, but this group is 2 p.m. and their song is called Promise. <laughs> Right now, 
밤은 너무 길어 지금 바로 데리러 갈까 오늘은 너무 늦었나 I need you right now 우리 둘만의 moonlight 머릿속을 맴도는 last night 둘이서 Yeah, so this song is actually uh, interesting because on 2PM's new album, it seems like the members are uh, taking steps to be more involved in the songwriting process. Mm-hmm. And recently, at uh, 2PM, I've, I've really liked their songs, the singles they've been putting out. And I also, re- I've been really liking Jun Kei's single stuff as well. This song was made by Taekyun, uh, this guy named Leslie Chiang. And Raphael, just Raphael, no last name, just mm. Raphael. Interesting. Couldn't yeah. find any information on Leslie no. Chang because that sounds like I. I think I had three Leslie Changs go to my high school. It, it might even be a woman. I'm not sure. It's true. You never know with Leslie. Yeah, Leslie is a very gender ambiguous name. And Raphael, I mean, could be a teenage mutant ninja turtle. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> he might like pizza. You don't know. Yeah, you don't he, know. He might have painted and, and sculpted. You don't know. You know, he might have been a Renaissance artist. Who knows? He might have been. That's the only Raphael's I know. <laughs> he might. His last name might be Sadiq. Who knows? Oh, oh. but uh, know speaking of two PM, <laughs> they are kind of in like they're big enough now. They only need to release like one song a year. Yeah, and that's what they've been doing. Right, last year was My House. Two years ago was Go Crazy. Crazy. And add toy. And three years ago, they they weren't they were still like we're gonna do two. Yeah, and they did add do- add toy and come, come back, back when you hear this song. song. But I think this song, like I enjoy this song, but I don't think I enjoy it as much as Go Crazy or mm. Add Toy. I think because Go Crazy, we really really like Go Crazy because it sounded really really fun. Yeah, and, I do. I love fun 2 p.m. And so that was kind of like, you know, an exception. We really like that. And Ad Toy was, uh, I think, a very kind of classy, sexy song, if mm. that makes any sense. Mm. Like, I think it was a very mature sounding, like, I want to I wanna get in your girl song. And uh, My House was a little bit, was okay, but I think was a step back from that sexiness. But this song, I think is a little bit more mature sounding and it really shows i guess in the songwriting because the chorus uh once the chorus hits for me it's really catchy already but then they kind of up the ante and put this horn sound to kind of make it louder and kind of make it more robust and that kind of like sells the song for me so steven um he was in band in high school and all that stuff and he was trying to figure out what the name for that was uh you know we're not like Super it sounded ex- like the brass instruments used like a mute, but I could be totally wrong because I didn't play brass. I was yeah. I played drums. If you if you, I mean if you guys know what we're talking about, like go listen to the song, go listen to the chorus, and when the horns hit, if you can tell us what that is, that'd be we really mm-hmm. appreciate that. It, it sounds like something from the video game Persona. I don't know if you've ever played Persona, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, 
Persona 4 especially uh, has a lot of tr- soundtracks with that kind of horn sound. Yeah. Um, it, it sounds almost like orchestral in my mind. Like it goes, it gets like kind of loud, but then it gets like more loud, if that makes any sense. I wish, I wish, I wish I knew more about like music, music, music terminology, but I don't. I can only no. describe it the way I can. That's true. Uh, we do like horns. We also like horns, right? We like that fatty ba- uh, fatty brass. Uh, tuba be- brass in uh, Mino's song, right? We like yeah. this one. But but I do think in general, like while the song is okay, it, it does. it's not that memorable to me. The song is really not that memorable right. to me. I think that's the problem with all the songs that we're going to talk about this week is that I don't find many of them memorable. Maybe Red Velvet's a tiny bit, but I, I don't think Mino's is that memorable. Yeah. But but maybe I need to hear it. Of course, I need to hear these way right. more. But um. and, and for me, I think this song will grow on me. But I I kind of agree that it's not super memorable from the get go. I and I think the reason for that is because this song doesn't necessarily sound like a two p.m. song. And what I mean by that is that the two p.m. members aren't really kind of utilized in a mm-hmm. way for me. Like they might have their own lines and such, but. Uh, Steven and I were talking like last uh, episode, Jun-K had a solo song and we were saying, okay, if we didn't watch this music video and someone told us, oh, this is a Jun-K solo song, we would totally believe it because there's nothing really, I guess, in it that makes us feel like all the members of 2PM are really shining in a way, you know? Right. At least even in the in the junk songs, like he can like let loose with his like voice. And I think a lot of this is kind of reserved because I guess muted. the other members need to do their thing. Um, I mean, at least it, it would have been junk featuring Tekyon's rap because Tekyon has a rap, his, his that, rap in there. Uh, and, uh, that rap is not good, though. I really could do without that rap. Yeah, I mean, I think I could do it without it, definitely. I don't think it was an awful rap, but I maybe I just didn't have high expectations. Nine times out of ten, I could, I could do without the rap, though. Nine times out of ten. It's true. That is true. Yeah. Just like Red Velvet's uh, Dum Dum. Yeah. That Michael Jackson rap for the, but, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. But something also that's kind of like, it's easy, really easy to overlook is the music video. Yeah. Uh, the music video for some reason is very strange. Not necessarily the outfits and like the concepts. That for once is actually really, really nice. I mean, I shouldn't say for once. I think once. 2PM, 2PM has, has been doing yeah, classy been doing, for a while. Yeah. Even like Go Crazy, that was, it was like kind of, like crazy classy, if that makes any sense. Um, like the patterns that they were wearing for their suits were really like eccentric and such. But this music video, like you never really see them all together in one place. I don't, I don't know if, why that is. Uh, 2PM fans, if you know why, like, oh yeah, because someone was something, something, something. Like there yeah. might be some backstory, but they never dance together. I don't really see them together all in one place. All their scenes are like totally different. separate. Yeah, separate. Like it seemed like maybe they were busy doing their solo some were, were doing busy doing their solo stuff so they schedule wise maybe it was better to film or it was just a design a, a choice a, you know a, the director choice to make everything so separate um it just seemed a little weird to have them all kind of away from each other um although a lot of 2pm's music videos revolve around some of them wanting to take girls home to fuck my house was pretty it's pretty much that right yeah it's like come to my house and let's Get down with the get down, right? Yeah. Uh, Come back when you hear this song also had that where like everyone had like a different sin or whatever, right? Right. Uh, But you do still see them together in those and you don't really see them together in this song. Very strange. Also, 
Nikun gets like the short end of the stick because well like so strange two or three of them get like girls to bring back home or like might be the same girl time. I'm not sure yeah we couldn't really tell we we do want to know who that girl is though she cute she cute she really cute but Nikun well no another <laughs> guy kind of was like at the bar by himself and he, yeah, he, by he himself. just gets walking scenes like he's walking everywhere like in and out of buildings but Nikun. Yeah. He's, he's got this like really artistic scene, right? Mm-hmm. So he's got a bouquet of flowers or roses, and his job is just to throw them off the roof. The roof of like this beautiful church kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, you were saying he he broke up with Tiffany, right? But like, how long ago was that? A while ago, I think. Was it within a year? Maybe he, maybe he waited a whole year <laughs> to, to, to show yeah. his pain. It, in it, that. It, was, it was so like... It was so like cliche because like he throws roses and there's like petals everywhere, which obviously they they probably like you know threw yeah threw a little in the air and then like little, yeah. like one flower like drops on the roof and he like bends down picks it up and looks at it. And it's like oh okay like I, I get what you're trying to do yeah but it's just so weird that like half of his group mates like get <laughs> like Techyon is like in a hot tub with a girl right yeah, Junk like is like half naked in a hotel bed with another girl I mean, dude is always without a shirt nowadays I mean he must have yeah. he must have worked really hard to like get in shape and he's like yo I want as as many scenes as you can give me without my shirt on dude heck yeah like if if I had yeah. a body like that I would not be wearing a shirt right now for this dude, podcast we would probably get I way would. more views I would if I had if I had a body that was like like muscles on muscles, yeah. I wouldn't. I would never wear a shirt. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd go to school and I wouldn't wear a shirt. We would be I'd the be, best reaction. I'd, be I'd be fired, but no, you wouldn't get fired because you'd at least be a seven. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't fire you. They'd just be like, I would be a solid seven. No, you would be solid. more than that. You would be more than six point nine. Um, but speaking yeah. of songs that are more than sevens, I would that's say less. True. I would say yeah, less that's than not seven. true. That's not true. How? Let me think. What would be a better? Speaking of speaking of people, dudes who should not take their shirt off. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Speaking of dudes who should not take their shirt off and should also shave their mustache. Shave that goddamn mustache. <laughs> the next guy we're going to talk about. His name is Zizzo, featuring E One's Hook of Daybreak. I think yeah, is Daybreak. where he's from, which is like a band, like yeah. a vocal bandy, with their song "Coming Home."
coming home. I'm coming. Uh, so it's not that song. I'm coming home. And this person is not Zico because literally 90% of the comments on YouTube was like, what the fuck? I thought this was Zico. It's and it's like so many Block B fans there. It's like, yeah. not, we've, we've made that mistake before on a Zizo song. I don't remember making that mistake. It says Zizo. No, but I think uh, like a long time ago, I think maybe not you, but I clicked on a song. And I was like, who's this? You're Chingu? expecting Zico? Yeah. I was like, who's this Chingu? And I was like looking for the featuring. I was like, no, Zico's not in. The- oh, Z- oh, Zizo. Oh, Z- Zizo. Zizo? Zizo. I actually yeah. don't know. Uh, but this dude was second place in Show Me the Money 2. Before it got popular. Yes, it got show me the money got popular. If you didn't know, it's uh, season, season three. three when Bobby won. Yeah. Uh, the season two winner was actually Soul Dive, which you didn't know that they have made songs, but not very good ones. Bet you didn't know that. Um, I didn't know that. Uh, uh, season one winner was Loco, by the way. Yeah, uh, who also was just in the that. news because Jay Park supposedly uh, he paid kind of Loco's get out of his label fee. To bring Loco into um, yeah, he he sniped Loco to uh, AOMG. To AOMG yeah. Yeah. But anyways, Zizzo. So this dude raps. Yeah, but he raps in a style that I enjoy more, mm. which is the kind of like chill walking around style rapping. Yeah, um, I if I'd have to describe his rapping style with a certain food, I would say it's fried rice because it's just a little bit of everything, whatever you got. Okay. You see what I'm saying? I, I, I think see it, a little yeah, bit of it, what you're saying. For, cause for it's not me, special, but yeah, it's hearty. There's nothing really special about it, but um, it I think he really changes it up a lot. or So it, it's got a lot of different kind of bits to it, you know? Yeah, and, like I don't ever, like none, none of it's particularly amazing. And of course, none of it, he's not trying to go hard like Bobby and he's not trying yeah. to be emotional like Mino, right? Yeah. He's just kind of... He's just rapping. rapping. And that, that's like the style I like, you know? Yeah. Fried uh, rice. Yeah. I always <laughs> talk about, you know, brand new music style, like even basic style, like sleepy style, right? Where it's just more fun and laid back. The chorus, though, is easily sells the best a song. Part. Yeah. It's easily. We the say best that a lot, song. but it's true often. But that, but we say that a lot, but it is so important for a song to have a good chorus, rap song mm. or not. But especially for pop songs as well, like if your chorus is not catchy, then you're in trouble. Yes. Yeah. I mean, even if your chorus isn't catchy, you actually have to have something catchy, like a melody or, you know, something to really kind Mm. of draw people to your song. And this song, I think the real big draw is the chorus. You're right, man. Get funk it. Funk it. Get funk it. Funk it. I don't know what that means. Someone please tell me, but Zizzo says it a lot. Maybe, uh, maybe that's his funky. label. Maybe that's he's got like a gang of friends and they're called the Funkits. The Fun Kits? No, they like to funk it. Again, Zizzo is a good boy. He's not direct he's not, like Jay Park, right? No. He's not. Jay we're, gonna, Park, we're gonna mention that a lot because we're gonna talk about Jay Park later. We will. And that song is nasty. Nasty. Uh, but yeah, this song not nasty, and it's kind of cute because like the music video is like the dude dressed up in like different roles, and it's like all yeah. kind of green screen together, and yeah. it's just kind of cute. Is you know, like they 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 cut the music video in a certain way that it makes it seem like you know he's the same 
or he's different personas on different levels of this apartment building. Mm. Uh, watch the music video if you, that doesn't make any sense to you. But once you watch it, you're like, oh, okay, I'll, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. But, you know, we always like to throw in like a, a rap song, you know, that's because normally there's, you know, the mob doesn't show up. Right. But yeah, that's definitely the like walking rap song of this episode. Very chill. Very chill sounding song in my mind. Yeah. But again, not as good as like, for example, Basics Nice. Uh, it's just not. Nice. It's just not. I, I think it's the same for all of these. Like, I think Junk Song is better than the 2PM song. Yeah. Uh, I th- Okay, Mino. Mino. And, I don't think there's an equivalent yeah. for Mino last episode. Mm-mm. Red Velvet. What would be Red Velvet's? I mean, Whistle, but that's a totally different song yeah. type. You know what? Whistle might be a better than Mino song. Maybe they they're equivalent. I, I think they're just too different in my they're mind. Too different. Yeah. Well, they're just better songs. Sorry. Yeah. Well, let's move on to a, a better song. This song I chose. It's by Classic Quiet Project. The song is called "I'm Curious." <laughs> Kazakai Project, if you've ever heard any of their songs, they have a very specific sound. One, they're very uh, electronic. They have a lot of mm. electric, electronic guitar in their songs uh, most of the time. And they are really kind of what, well, this song is very electric funk, like pop. And if you have no idea what that string of words means, like really go listen to the song. It might be your cup of tea. But the intro for the song is just really amazing, right, Steven? Yeah, like the I don't know which dude it is because it's two dudes and a lady. Mm. I think it's probably Alex, right? He's the yeah. singer, right? And and the other dude is like the DJ. Yeah. Um, like his voice is like so good. It's yeah. and it's like really smooth, and I think it matches the song really well. And it, it starts out kind of funky, and you're like, ooh, yeah, I'm getting into it. And then um nothing really changes and it kind of keeps going the same way it does. And when the chorus hits, it's still kind of very generic. Like it, I think it gets less funky and more boring as right. as it goes on, which is crazy to me, but that's what happened in this song. You know what I think it is? I think when it first starts, there's like a lot of layers to it, and then they kind of strip some of the layers away uh, as the song goes on. Oh, I was going to say the opposite. I was going to say it's. It, I thought it started simpler, and that's what made it interesting. Mm. And then as they layered more and more sounds, it just became more generic but maybe we're saying the same thing 
in a different but thinking way. about it in a different way. Yeah. I'm not really sure. Yeah, because what really I think ma- a layer of the song that makes it really funky for me is like I mentioned earlier, uh, like there's an electric guitar kind of like, you know, yeah. funk to it, like a kind of a sound to it. And I think that's really, really catchy and funky. And we say that a lot. I mean, because that's the thing now, right? I think when we say electronic funk pop, we've said those three words separately for a billion songs. Right. Um, but, but this is them together. Yeah. And Classic Koi Project, I mean, we say this all the time, but they're like an indie band that's indie except everybody in Korea knows about them. Right. They just don't fit in, a, in another genre. They've sang many, many songs in the past. I don't think right. I've ever really, really liked any of their songs, but they've definitely sang some interesting songs or at yeah. least had an interesting music video to go with the song. Yeah. The last song that I think I... I kind of liked was Love Satellite. Um, that's the one where they had the music video of like they're like pigs. Alien pigs Alien or pigs. something. Yeah, it's really strange. Yeah. But this is kind of like my Josh's introduce you to something you might have not heard before because a lot of people think like Korean music is just, you know, no. just pop music and really like kind of saccharine sounding songs. But this will show you that, you know, Korean music, they have a lot of different facets to it so yeah i i don't think it's the best version of no. it but i i do think it's worth listening to at least once or twice um also the music video although so the music video is like one of those music videos everybody know if you watch Very k-pop generic. music videos you know where it's like two dudes and one girl and you know you know it's always gonna turn out where the girl picks one of the guys and one of the guys is sad, right? Unless it's like that K-Will music video where that one like totally fucked us up. True. But we were like, okay, it, it might be like that K-Will video, yeah, right? It might be. good with uh, Soin Gook in it. Yes. Or it could be crazy and they might have a dirty threesome. We don't know, right? Turns out none of that happens. Nothing happens. They're actually just it's all three friends. Boring. So boring. Yeah, that doesn't happen in real life. But I do think it's supposed to represent the three members of classic right, right. Y and they're all friends because they're and, singing and like playing. I think maybe it's supposed to represent their younger selves. Like, yeah, cause one, one of the dudes is the, the DJ and one guy's like playing like electric guitar and the girl's like mouths, the singing portion. So yeah, maybe, but the song, I think the lyrics are kind of nice. If you're in a, if you're in a good mood and, uh, you, you, as Steven described my great life friend. <laughs> yes. Um, but life is great. Speaking of great lives, uh, these girls look like they're having a lot of fun in this next song. Looks like they're living a great life. Yes, they are. Uh, they're not living a great life when it comes to charting or being noticed no. by the Korean public. No. But we're going to do our best to spread the word of the brave girls. Uh, we've talked a lot about them, most recently yeah. with High Heels, but they kind of surprised with the with like end of summer song. Uh, so their new song is called Yoo-Hoo.
every time every time i see like you who written i always think of like frozen and that like one kind of guy who lives in a cabin and he sells things and he's always like oh like the he's like something something for sale you know that kind of like uh like bug's life you know uh who's that caterpillar in bug's life you know i don't do references Han, han hans maybe i don't know shit but he turns into a butterfly you guys don't I, I don't remember. I'm so I'm sorry to let you down, but you know I don't understand things. Uh, when I think of you, who I think of that secret song. Oh, uh, because I remember that very clearly. Because I remember the first year right. of doing this podcast with Kelvin. We I think we were doing our top ten, and he snuck you in there. Some like I I swear to God, he didn't like that song when that song came out. I didn't like that song when that song came out. And, and then it all of a sudden in. it showed up like it number two. In. And I was like, oh my God, Secrets You Who. Okay, on a scale of one it, to I didn't include Only Gain Weight in my top ten, how 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 surprised were you? It was, it was, see, I thought it was so crazy until that happened with you. So I, I'm going to say that it's a nine and then yours was uh, an 11 because an I- An 11, holy the shit. The fact that- the, uh, the fact that only gain weight was nowhere on your list like triggers me still to this triggered, day. Triggered. It triggers me. You write about it on your Tumblr, Steven? You you haven't read my Tumblr? No. It's I'm always angry at Tumblr.com or however the fuck it's. I thought it was a chubby chubby guys wow. cuddle better. Chubby guys Tumblr. cuddle better com. is my motto. Okay, that's like the tag on you know, when when you go to the blog and there's like a little tagline. Right. I don't know anything about Tumblr right. to make jokes you know what? about. Let's it. talk about you who the song and let's not talk about other you who's or other characters that you who reminds us of all right so well speaking of reminding us of another song uh this is of course a brave girl song which means right. it's made by brave sound brave brothers and it a very similar to uh their last song high heels uh this song is not particularly great not fantastic it's not particularly bad but it is a Brave Sound song, and I hold on to Brave Sound like my mother's nipples. What? <laughs> I was raised. What? I was raised by the Brave Sound, and I never want to let it go. I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, I just mean I feel very comforted. You know, like I I would I would have said like mom cleaning her ears, but my mom actually never cleaned my ears because she hated it. But like I know a lot of Asian people, they they said like when people clean their ears, it's very relaxing. It reminds them of when they were young and their mom used to do it. Makes me want to cough. You, so you you we've talked about this. You don't like you don't you 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 didn't do it right. Your mom didn't do it to you, or she did. Uh, she did. But you don't think it's relaxing. I don't think it's relaxing. I think it's very oh. invasive. Huh. And like it makes it makes my body tighten up because when I was younger, you know, it's just like a foreign entity entering your body and like. How often did your mom something? do it? Uh, not very often. Maybe like once or a couple months. That's probably why. Because like f- from what my friends told me, like it was like a a thing that they would do like every couple weeks. Like every like, couple weeks. Holy snappers! Yeah. I think you're supposed to clean your ears every couple weeks. I think that's not with the Q-tip though, because on that every box of it. Q-tips it says, "Do it. not put this in your ear," except everybody uh, does it, which is crazy. Anyways, what I, what I mean is anyway. I was raised on Brave Sound. I love Brave Sound. And we don't get that much Brave Sound anymore, right? So when I hear a Brave Sound song, even though I fully admit this is not the greatest song in the world, it reminds me of a better time. A simpler and time. In, especially in this week, 
I thought this song was okay enough to at least put it on our list. We oui. like the first time I heard it, I didn't like it that much. Very similar to High Heels. Very similar to High Heels. Second time I heard it, I liked it a little bit more. Third time I heard it, I liked it a little bit more. You know why? Because it's brave sound. Because it's brave sound. So if you heard it and you're like, eh, but if you're a brave sound fanatic like me, if you're if you're stuck on that brave sound teat, give this song like four or five more chances. It might satisfy any urges you you have because it it and the music video what we were mentioning earlier uh it's basically just the girls in swimsuits uh, having a party or something but like in the pool playing basketball with a volleyball yeah but the thing I I like about brave girls and this sounds really like kind of objectifying but brave girls are they're thicker than normal K-pop girls. Mm-hmm. And I, I really like that. And I think you really like that as well. Steve. Mm-hmm. Like their, their thighs are thicker, you know, butts are a little bit bigger, but the faces. Not, not, <laughs> you not, don't have to say that part. You don't have to say that part, man. You don't have to go there. The faces for Steven and I, not particularly. Attractive. Don't let me in with you. Do you think the faces are pretty? No, attractive? but I didn't need them to know that. I didn't need them to know that, man. <laughs> Uh, but we actually why what we watched a fair share of Brave Girls live performances. performances. I don't know. I don't know what sparked that. I think well, I saw it on Reddit, and then I was watching it, and then I was like, "Yo, you should see this," because mm-hmm. like we also watched like Laboom, mm. um, and we were like, "Oh man, these girl and groups we, actually." We were, yeah, we were. I remember watching Laboom, and we're like, "Huh, why didn't we like the song when we first heard it?" It definitely grew on us. True, um, but I think I it's because that girl was cute, and we saw her on the TV show. Uh, actually, so. The first introduction I had of Solbin was from Happy Together, because mm. she she appeared on that show, I think with like some IOI members and like some other, I think Yeren of G Friend also. I think so, I, I think I saw clips of that. Yeah. Yeah. So I watched that and I was like, Yo, this girl's so funny! Like mm. she's she's hilarious. And I was like laughing out loud and I was like, Oh, she's oh she's part of the boom. And then like you know I fell down that K-pop. A K-pop hole, and I was like, "Oh, she's twenty years old." Click, yeah, click. But you know, she's not Somi's age, so you got that's okay. That's, I mean, that's twenty is legal, Josh. That's something, right? Yeah, she's not still in middle school. <laughs> Almost uh, tangentially, like, like for the longest time, I, I wouldn't ever look at Instagram, right? Because I, right. I just have a, th- I, I just didn't want to just look at pictures of, like, I know Instagram's for friends, right? But like, I don't give a shit what what josh is eating every day like i don't care and i rarely post on instagram i promise to post on our our instagram i Didn't just i just gave up i just don't take as many pictures as i used to right but, but that's besides the point i didn't want to call you out for that no. i just mean like josh has always also followed a lot of k-pop people right and a lot right. of people follow k-pop people right and it's just like they're all pretty 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 girls and, and i just always stayed away from that but i don't know if it's I mean, it's probably because I was lonely or whatever, or I just wanted to see hot girls. But I just started right. randomly following uh, uh, Korean girls because they show up on the explore thing, right. right? I don't know what the fuck happened, but like all of a sudden, like like at first it was just like all those super plasticky girls, right? Who are obviously of age, but they're you know they got boobs the size of like right. mountains, right? And you're like, oh god! But somehow right. I got to the point where it's like this girl might be. 15 this girl might be 19 this girl might be 24 i'll fucking know but this is bad and also i think you mentioned you were starting to get some like weird bodybuilder guys in, oh yeah like, gear explore yeah. so the other day we we had we had a this weekend k-pop dinner We've, well not really a dinner but we had a dinner with amongst friends me and steven and mina we got together 
and Steven mentioned it and Mina was like oh that's because you like these girls and these girls are liking those guys mm. pictures that's why. And yeah I get I a lot saw, of bodybuilding I, I, I thought it was I thought that was hilarious yeah but anyway because I because I, I, I was on a trek to like find not the plastic girls right right um, normal normal cute girls with who are proud of who they are right but the problem is is that Korea is so slow to adapt to like foreign programs that like only the younger girls are using Instagram, right? right, right. Um, in general, like apps, in the grand scheme apps of things, and programs, yeah. right? So like a lot of the girls on Instagram are much younger, and uh, and it's gotten to the point where I was like, oh man, this girl's cute, and then I would check her she profile, could be my and it was oh. like she's like it's like she's seventeen. I was like, what? Nope, born in ninety nine. Let's not go there. What? Let's not go there. Uh, but then we all remember Somi and half of IOI is still in high school and you're just like, <sighs> it's like Tui all over again. Yeah, we old. It's like, so, oh, I forgot about Tui. Is she 16 yet? Tui oh, was always 16. Is she always 16? Is she 17 yet? The question is, is she 18 yet? <laughs> I think that, okay, well, I'm going to look up again because I forgot about Tui. Just the pinnacle of professionalism. It's been too much. There's just been. It's been so much Sumi, uh, not uh, Somi, that I just like. Yeah, ninety nine. She's seventeen. So, Dios mío. So she ain't eighteen yet, bro. Uh, anyway, speaking of being legal, you know what's is totally legal. <laughs> yeah, you know what is totally legal and would help us signing up. Signing up for audibletrial.com slash TWIK, where you can get a free 30-day trial, free legal 30-day trial. Totally. Uh, for Audible, which is the leading provider of audio books. Right. Um, not only do you get a free book, you can also cancel after the free 30 days, and you can still keep that book legally. They can't take that book away from you because it's legal. So uh, if you use that link, we get a little bit of something. You don't have to donate any money. All you got to do is uh, donate your time by signing up. And again, you can read a book. Uh, maybe you can read Harry Potter. I know we talk about Harry Potter a lot, but uh, that's going to show up later when we talk about yes, Dia. And that might not be legal. <laughs> it might not be legal, but it is legal to download the official book uh, on audibletrial.com. Uh, all right, so let's move on to something that I think should be illegal. Uh, <laughs> Jay Park's lyrics uh, in his new song, Aquaman. Let me call you mama Cause we're about to make baby 
shape. Hold on, let, let me think real quick. Let me think. Aquaman. Do you know what Aquaman's special powers are, Josh? Uh, he can speak to sea animals. He, he can't them. speak to them. He can. He has just telepathic well, control over them. He he can communicate with sea animals in a way that he can control them. Actually, I, I think it was in a comic book. I was reading a comic book. I think it was Aquaman number one because uh, they just rebooted it. Everyone makes fun of Aquaman because the thing is like he's like the lamest superhero. Right, like he's like he's like the the guy who's like heart in Captain Planet, right? Yeah, but yeah. No. And like no. they think like I think because they watch like the old like Super Friends cartoons, they're like he can just talk to animal. Yeah, he's like I can't fucking talk to animal. Like even in the comic book, people are like bombarding him. It's like you just talk to animals. You suck. You know whatever. He's like I can't talk to. He's animals. like I don't talk to them. I just can control, control them. them. And what's what people don't realize is Aquaman is so strong. He is. Like he he's essentially a king. I mean, he is the king. Yeah, he's essentially a king. But I mean, he's strong. Yeah, he, he's the king of the ocean. He's the king of the ocean. Which, by the way, if you don't remember, is like eighty percent of the world. So Aquaman is more a king than, than the regular kings than Donald Trump will ever be. <laughs> oh God! But anyways, we're not talking about that Aquaman. Uh, we're talking about Jay Park's Aquaman. The song was produced, of course, by. I need a cha-cha beat, cha-cha Malone. Yes. Um, and so Jay Park is known for his hardcore rippity rap. Mm-hmm. But these days, Jay Park is doing things that we like. You know, he started to go in a direction that we really, really liked. And then he started making these really nasty, nasty songs. Yes. Last year was the year of Jay Park. Yeah. We loved a bill, all of his songs. This year, he started to make songs... Like they're he, less he, fun, must, yeah. He, they're less fun and more dirty. All of them dirty. I mean, he's always made dirty songs, right? He yeah. had sex trip, sex trip. Um, sex. Another, <laughs> another trip. song that we talked about this year was called "All I Want to Do." Yeah, that and one did not have a music video, and it was all in English. Yes, this song is all in English, uh, but it does have a music video, and the music video looks really nice. Like it's actually a, I think a beautifully shot music video. Right, it's like in a desert, and there's like a very simple white runway and kind of like a white stage that he's just dancing on with two backup dancers yeah and i mean he's a great dancer i think they staged the dancing very well there's this awesome ass car yeah coupe de ville that has a pool inside the car it's a pool coupe de ville like, but it, it's not like a pool is in the back seat it's like the dude driving the car is sitting in the pool while driving that's so awesome that's amazing like that's so that like really spoke to the kid inside steven and i were like we want that yeah yeah, uh, Jay Park though looking, looking. His hair is growing in a strange way. Yeah, normally his hair is really on point, but not so much. It was a little weird. Yeah, but it was kind of probably kind of windy in that desert, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, but he also like is wearing like the all white kind of super cheesy like I'm a sexy up like look. Yeah. I-, I didn't like that look very much. But I mean, girls just I mean, girls mm. and guys they go crazy for it. That's true. He good looking uh, dude. So the song itself uh, is pretty much just a really huge sample of Marvin Gaye. Um, I'm sure there are some people who are like, oh, this song sounds like a song I know. And it's Marvin Gaye. It's a very, very famous Marvin Gaye song. I think it's like, let's let's get it on, I think, is the song that he samples. I'm not 100%. Like, uh, I'm having a brain fart. That one? I'm having a brain fart right now. That might be Al Green, but this is a Marvin Gaye song. Anyways, this is another Baby Making Music song. And the lyrics are just really just, there's no... Yeah, I wanted to read some of these lyrics for you. So here it is. Okay, this is number one. Sexual healing. There you go. Oh, sexual. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me try to go. So here we go. He he says, uh, "Oh girl, the candles are lit." 
And all that's left is me kissing your lips. And let me call you mama. Because we about to make a baby. And before I go put it in, I'll go underwater, girl. Just like a fish. And the way I stay down there, you gonna think I'm Aquaman. And uh, don't give me... Please understand, not a single word of that fucking rhymes. Not a single word of that has any flow to it. Not a single bit. Like, it is some of the... So choppy. It's so bad. The lyrics are so bad. Like, you can make dirty-ass lyrics, but you could also make Make it it rhyme. You could also make it clever. You could also make it sound really good, right? But that don't matter, Steven. Just look at the comments on the YouTube video and some some of the things that jaywalkers say. It's true. So nasty. So nasty. So nasty. You got the so nasty. So yeah, I'll be uh Say, I'll be like oh, which lips are you talking about, Jay? Oh we know I which want lips. my legs open. Flood. Ugh. Ugh. It's like come on girls, like at least at least at least make make require some cleverness, right? Come on, man. Don't make it don't make it so easy. Like it, the lyrics so are easy. so bad. It's like I'll be deep in your legs, I'll be making you wet. Like it's my superpower. You go and think I'm Aquaman. You know, I Aquaman doesn't I really make want, things wet. I really want to like try this out. Like, just go to a place where no one really knows who I am, and just like try these lines on like some girl and see if it works. But we know it works. You know, as long as you're a seven. seven. Jay Park is definitely better than a seven. He's at least an eight and a half. Yeah, so it works for him because he's at least a seven. It would yeah. absolutely not work. I would get the cops called on me it's if like, I say some, said this to a girl. There's a weird guy here, and he's he's calling himself yeah, Aquaman. he's calling himself Aquaman. Come shoot him, please. I feel very uncomfortable. Although there is one line in here that I like where it says, "I'm Vincent Chase, you're Aquaman," which is a reference I get. Yeah, Do you get that? Yeah. Okay, good. What's it? What's it from, Josh? That's his name. That's not his name. That's that not Aquaman's name. No. Oh, what? No, I don't get it. Vincent Chase is uh, the dude in uh, Entourage. I hope I'm getting this right. He's the main character in Entourage, the okay. TV show, and he he played Aquaman, Aquaman. In, that, oh. in, that, in that TV show. Um, and it was like a big joke that oh, he yeah. was Aquaman. That I don't get the reference. Yes, I got one, and Josh didn't. That's one to a hundred million. That, that's so true. Like I never, I never drop a reference. I mean, you dropped like a Bugs Life one earlier today. That was like, what the yeah. fuck? Heimlich. That's the guy's name. Heimlich. Yeah, my brain is just so slow Interesting. today. Yeah, his, that caterpillar, his name's Heimlich. Hmm. Well, I, you know what, though? I did like Bugs Life back in the day. Yeah. Bugs Life, but it ran into that problem, which is a, a, with, there's a whole Wikipedia entry of like dual movies that are. Uh, Ants. Yeah, that, that come out at the same right. time. They're about the same thing. Um, it's like a phenomenon that happens like deep impact and, and Armageddon and there's actually a giant list and it's actually kind of interesting. Speaking of two things that are very similar and kind of interesting, uh, let's talk about the last song of the episode. And that is by a girl group called Dia with their song, Mr. Potter. I'm a 
Dia, Dia, and your AIDS. Yeah, we're a- your age, right? Are you I'm an AIDS? A- I don't have AIDS. I don't have AIDS. You, I mean, you don't have AIDS, AIDS, but are you an AIDS? I'm not AIDS. I think you Steve. are an AID, though. I'm you, not AIDS. I think Steve. you're like Cheon's AID. You I, would be an AID. Cheon, If she gave so... you AIDS, <laughs> you would be an AID for her, right? What? Hold on. What are you talking about, Steve? What, what are you talking about, man? I think she's underage. Cheon? Yeah. She's probably old enough. Look it up. You're always old enough for AIDS. Uh, how old do you think? She, I think she's like 18. 18. 18 let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Why are we let's going that? Yeah, I mean, uh, she's just so pretty. Anyways, if, if you didn't listen to our podcast for a long time, maybe you don't know, but Dia's fan name, the fan, their club, fan name. club name is Aid. Dia um, backwards. Dia backwards. Also, you're helping them. So, if you're a member of their fan club, you are and you are an aide, or together collectively, you are aides. Aides. You're aides. Um, but anyway, so this song, uh, Mr. Potter, which references not so subtly Harry Potter, yes, uh, is produced by a dude named Sean Kim and Stain Boys. Stain Boys. I think, Boys. I think if we formed a rap group. We would be called the Stain Boys. No, I would not want to be called Stain Boys. Are you sure? I, I no. think that I would go by Stain Boys. No. You could be calm and I can be steaming. No, definitely. You can be pissed and I can be. You can be Steven Steeman. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Steeman? I could go with that. Yeah. You can be. No. Your name stop, doesn't rhyme with stop. anything. You stop doing those things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Stain Boys. Uh, couldn't really find anything about them. No. I think this was maybe one of their first few songs. Mm-hmm. And. So Dia's last song uh, was this the super fresh concept that right, every right, right. post produce one on one group fucking tries, right. and it was just not good. Uh, but Dia's original song, I really liked. Yeah, the one where they're in Hong Kong. Yeah, the music video. We both, I think, we both kind of were like, "Oh, we can get behind this song." There's some, there's some parts of it that we really like. Yeah, but th- this song is like again a totally different sound totally different style if you want to say totally different it's totally different from the things that previous dia has done right but this sounds totally like red velvet to me like instantly together right if this ever happens that we both are instantly like this sounds this like sounds this like this. this that's a bad sign and, and it really sounds like ice cream cake and what it's another one of those it boggles my mind that like I will scroll through the comments and like nobody, nobody will mention will it. Mention that. Although I think there was a, a a few, like a few is like they probably got downloaded to hell and like you know yeah. in basket because no one likes their group or their artist compared to other groups or artists because everyone is a unique special snowflake and every song that's come out doesn't sound remotely like any other song, but Not that's true. false. And I tried to look it up, like maybe it was like, like for example, the there was a new guy in song, and right. that song sounded like IU IU one hundred percent fucking crazy, and at least more, for that, more like Red Shoes IU uh, right no, 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 pre pre Red Shoes IU is what I want to say right twenty three no IU right is that the no one? I was gonna go more with what Red Shoes IU I was gonna say like pre 
pre-Red Shoes IU and some of Red Shoes IU. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like kind of three no mixed with yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, uh, theatrical seventies yeah, weirdness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it turns out, at least according to the comments, that it it was the same producer and the same composer, and so that's why it sounds the same. But like that one, everybody collectively was like, "This is a fucking IU ripoff," right? Uh, and and in this case, it wasn't as unanimous and that that was crazy to me because i was instantly like i was skipping through the song and like there were so many parts where i'm like give me that give me that ice cream and i'm like yeah it's like it nope. would totally fit and they definitely use like some sort of like certain sounds that really don't aren't really characteristic i would say of red velvet but make the sound and kind of feel of the song very red velvety. Like there's a, a xylophone sound mm -hmm. in this song that really, really, really makes it sound like ice cream cake. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also part of the song sounds like this Naruto song. I don't know if you ever watched yeah. like a Naruto anime. Josh knew exactly which song exactly it was when I was singing it. I, I wish I could remember it right now, but this is also the last song we're talking about. So it's a little bit hard. It's by some J rock band, obviously. Cause right, J rock right. bands do a lot of like Naruto themes and such. Maybe you'll know, if you know the exact song and, and when it happens, please tell us. I know, like, I'm going to turn the song on right after this. And like, maybe it's a uh, Asian Kung Fu. Na, 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 that song, right? But it's like, it's like just the very end of like that song. It sounds like the very end of like, yeah, you know, some of the things here. Um, like sometimes Steven and I will get like triggered on like one note or like maybe a like three yeah. notes, like in succession. But but the, the fact that it sounds like that song and it sounds like Ice Cream Cake, uh, like, I don't think this song is bad. I really don't. But it's not particularly good is the thing. It just reminds, like, I think, again, I don't know if I've said it on podcast or we, I said it off podcast, but yeah. this entire episode was just a reminder of a better version of this song already exists somewhere. Yeah. Um, and I, I, that's a shame because like, you know, if a song kind of takes stylings from a different kind of genre or sounds like certain songs or like, you know, a genre, then it's fine, I think. But if a song just like blatantly just sounds like another song, then or yeah. certain like just one for one, like what's what's the word I'm looking for? Just steals? transcription. Yeah. like Or like a, maybe transcribed to a different yeah, key. Just, just just yeah, just transcribed in a certain in a certain way. Then like it, it's I think for us who have been k-pop fans for a really long time and we've heard a lot of different songs like it's very hard to divorce that right that but the ice cream change. is only what like two years old right they also pretty much take the point dance from kara yeah suspenders and like yes it's been a while since suspenders happened but girls they also do suspenders right and this one is also suspenders with a the booty shake dance. yeah with a butt dance that's what's important because girls day they did suspenders but it was less it was less shaky and more sensual, I thought, the yeah. Girls' Day one. For me, the Girls' Day one was similar. More The movements were more similar to Kara, but like I didn't immediately think of Kara when I saw it, which is kind of weird because I think a lot of people would have been like, oh, that really looks like Kara's butt dance. But this, like, once I saw it, I immediately thought of Kara. Right, but they didn't even. But they didn't. They didn't shake like Kara shakes they didn't, their butt. They didn't. They didn't figure eight the hip yes they kind of just like window wiped yeah the this one is just like move it left right left right left right it's like kind of robotic kind of like a, a nutcracker like yeah <laughs> maybe they're too young right they to, don't want to really super, do it you don't want to sexualize the dance too much you know and it would be totally out of k 
character for the concept of the song to do that. I'm not saying they should have done it, right. but like if you're gonna take one of the most iconic dances in K-pop that revolves around a butt. And you do it very robotic and non-sensual. It's like, why it even choose bad. that? Why choose that in the first place? Yeah. Weird and it, it really doesn't fit the song either. Like, the song is kind of a whimsical Alice in Wonderland magic, like Harry Potter kind of concept, right? That's what they're going for. And to kind of throw in this, like, weird suspender butt dance, like, I don't... Yeah, why not make it a magic or a wand point thing? Or, like, they're already blatantly ripping off all the wizard shit right. anyways, right? Like, why did they choose suspenders and a butt dance as their as their point dance? It's just so weird to me. I feel like there were many kind of chefs in in the kitchen for making this song and, like, dance and everything, right? Which is, of course. Which is usually the case, but I feel like they just had totally different ideas. Ideas, right. Right. Like, also, I mean, why even make it Harry Potter at all? I'm surprised they were able to use so many Harry Potter, like, kind of themes and such. Like, they used, like, blatantly, it was, like, Hogwarts Express and, like, you know, wands and then But see, like, all that stuff is generic itself, except for the name Harry Potter or Mr. Potter, right? Like, I can, you can, you can use broomsticks because that's a generic witch concept, right? A train that takes you places. Okay. It's a flying train. Okay. You know, but... Having the name be Mr. Potter written in the Harry Potter like font? Yeah. Yo. Yo. How did you get away with Yo. that shit? How are you not being Korea, though? Yeah, that's true. But, like, but why? Why even? Like, this didn't need to... Like, the the outfits aren't even particularly Harry Potter-related or magical-related yeah, yeah, yeah. at all. Like, they're wearing pastel colors mm-hmm. with, like, a midriff, like a short shirt showing right. lots of midriff like, and suspenders. Kind of Nothing to do with magic nor Harry Potter. They, they looked good, though. Yeah, I mean, they look very, very cute. And if they weren't so cute, we would never finish this song, and we would never would have watched it again. Yeah, because Chan, though, so yeah. pretty, so cute. And some of the other girls are cute, too. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, One of them looks like a horse. Uh- <laughs> 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 Remember the thing that you said Horse? because I did, I felt bad saying it, but then I needed to say it anyway. <laughs> Like, remember, that was another topic we were talking about with Mina. We were like, secret. that secret girl has a horse face. And Mina was like, what's a horse face? I'm like, girl, you ain't never seen a and horse we're face. Like, we're like, secret. I think her name's Hannah. She's like, oh, Hannah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I have a great face because I don't. No. Like, we, Steven and I are not particularly good looking guys. But we know a horse face when we know a horse <laughs> face. <laughs> you don't got to be handsome to know who it's character who doesn't. You know what I'm saying? That's true, but uh, that horse face style is all is weirdly enough one of the styles that's that it's like one of those plastic surgery styles that some girls yes. go for, and that boggles my mind why they like were looking through a book of faces and they were like, I want the horse one, make my face long, long and horse like. Maybe it's to attract the horse dicks, right? You know, yeah. Um, but anyways, I think that's going to be it for this episode before we oh, dig ourselves into that b- hole. Before we say, I want to say one more bad thing about Dia. Oh, we're still going bad? Way too many raps. Way too many raps. There's like three or four rap portions. Like, yeah. uh, what is her name? Hee-yun or something? Uh, she was also in Produce. She's a pretty good mm-hmm. rapper. but Kathy? Kathy, yeah. Not for this style. I actually thought the one rap was good. Like, I thought the, the first rap, many. like, I, I think she's an okay rapper. Too many raps. But, but then the second time and then the third time, I was just like, why? I think her style, so many girls. I why? think her style of rapping does not fit this theme and this kind of soundy song. Y- you know what, though? 
I also don't think that's true for Red Velvet songs, but they still stick fucking raps in there. Nine times out of ten, a song does not need a rap. What's worse, these three raps or the Michael Jackson rap in, no! in Tum Tum? Why? It's like, do you want to get burned or do you want me to like stab Fist you? you with fire. Yeah, yeah. That Michael Jackson rap. That though, Michael Jackson rap is I will bad. never forgive it. If I didn't love Irene as much as I do, <laughs> it would be that rap. Okay. But, so, I, but you but, don't like Kathy, so but I love Pichu, So All right. Well, uh, thanks for adding another bad thing to talk about for Dia. But the reason we say those bad things is because we always want it to be better, right? And, I mean, we're not saying that people you know, should not enjoy what they enjoy, right? I bet yeah. there's plenty of people who like... Actually, a lot of people in our Slack channel enjoy this I think uh, I remember especially like Josh64 said he really, really, really liked it. And I was actually really looking forward to it. And when I listened to it, it wasn't really as great for me. But doesn't mean we're not chingus, though. It's true. I, 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 I think a lot of it is just that it reminds us too much of other songs. Yeah, we can't divorce you know. certain things. And th- I mean, that's kind of the the theme of this episode as we said yes sir um so that is going to be it for episode 98 we are technically three episodes away from episode 100 i have no earthly idea what we're gonna do josh has no earthly idea what we're gonna do but uh, should we do something i just don't know what we could do like what could we do maybe we'll find a special guest Uh, but i don't know who that could be i mean We'll think of no. something. We'll think we should of have been thinking of something, but I just I it didn't it didn't occur to me that we were so close to a hundred until Steven said episode ninety, and I was like, oh my lord, that's less than a month away. Yes, uh, we also don't know at this time what we're going to talk about in the after show. No, but we'll think of something. Hit my face on the mic. Yeah, hopefully the sound sounds better, or it might sound worse because I did do things with it. We're also very fidgety, so it doesn't help. But the thing is, we it should be allowed to be fidgety, right? Like, we bought these stands. They should be able to fidget without it picking it up. Because that's what I see all those YouTubers doing, pivot. and it all sounds good for them. Pivot. Pivot. All right, don't do it on purpose now. Come on now. Come on now. I got to deal with that shit later. <laughs> you don't got to deal with that shit. <laughs> I got to do it. Um, so uh, now you're done dealing with us. Uh, I think we'll see you guys next week for After Show. Bye. Happy Chusok. <laughs>